four, three. You're going to start it, Sean? I can't remember. I was going to start with the Wayne's World, but I don't remember <laughs> how it starts. Wayne's World, Wayne's World, party on, excellent. <laughs> diddle, diddle, diddle. It's close enough, I guess. <laughs> Sean, did you want to start the show? You're leading this one. You got notes. Hi, guys. This is Sean Dottie of the Dollar Bin. I'm here with Adam Dottie, also of the Dollar Bin, and we're sitting on the couch. Just like old times. Just like old times. Comics on the couch, except we're not going to be talking a lot about comics today because we're talking about Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Yeah, this is the first time Sean and I have ever been to Dragon Con. Either of us, both of us. We've been talking about it for a long time, been talking about it for a few years now. It never really seemed like our thing, but this is the year of uh, getting stuff done, except for obviously posting Dollar Bin shows. This is the year of not talking about doing things, but doing things. So yep. instead of talking about going to Dragon Con one day, we went to Dragon Con. <laughs> and it was quite an experience. Yep. I'm still a little shell-shocked. Yep. I think I, 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 think I had more fun than you. Yeah, probably. <laughs> um, you know, it was funny because before, like when Sean was talking about wanting to do this show, uh, she had talked about writing, she was writing down notes last night, and she said she wanted to write down notes before she forgot things. And I was w thinking about that, and it came to mind for me that I actually seemed, I felt like I was forgetting things as they were happening in front of me. <laughs> so I'm sure I forgot way more than I've ever known. Yeah, there was a lot to process. <laughs> Um, I mean, everybody talks about how big it is and how crazy it is and how everybody's in costume, but you don't really know what that means <laughs> until you go there. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, so Dragon Con is in Atlanta, Georgia. Downtown Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And it takes place in five hotels. Five hotels and two other convention buildings. Five hotels and two other convention buildings or three hotels and two other convention? Five. Five. Because there's some of it's in the Westin now, yeah, too. Yeah, it's the Westin, the Sheridan, the Hilton, the Hyatt, and the Marriott. And then it was also in America's Mart Buildings 1 and 2. It was in 1 also? I didn't mm -hmm. know it was in Building 1. It's all the gaming it was in 1. Oh, uh, that's why I didn't know Tabletops there was anything going and stuff. on in there. Mm -hmm. And then uh, the, um, the was it the Peachtree Center or what's it called? Peachtree Center is the like a mall court, and a food court. Completely overrun by Dragon Con. Oh my gosh. I mean, you would go and like, there's a Twi'lek <laughs> and there's some Star Wars dude and there's some cosplayer and there's a furry and they're all sitting together having lunch. Yeah. And it was just the, like, it's just the weirdest experience because pretty much everybody's <laughs> dressed up. And I didn't know who anybody was. You but mean like you, the, the characters? The characters. The people dressed well, up as? Both, right. actually. <laughs> like, when we go to Heroes Con, I know like 90% of the people there. <laughs> you yeah. know, attendees and people setting up and dealers and vendors and artists and writers. Yeah. I know everybody. Mm -hmm. But Dragon, You kind of pride yourself on that, too. I do. I try to remember people's names. Mm -hmm. um, really bad at it. But I try <laughs> really hard. Yeah. But at Dragon Con, I didn't know anybody. Um, and even if I did, maybe I didn't recognize them because they were Beetlejuice or <laughs> whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, because it was just so, yeah. I mean, there were so many people. And I, like, my nerd <laughs> level is not up to par with everybody else like i don't know who people were like i don't know who they were dressed up as it's almost a this let me just point out to our listeners that that is almost a direct uh quote from uh trevor yes who felt i that did he rip wasn't. that off <laughs> i ripped that off <laughs> from to trevor level to go to dragon con let me tell you trevor let me tell you our our nerd level not high enough either but we went anyway yeah and well i think uh, i was talking about this with um our friend john bearer ferrar <laughs> John Fair. John Ferocious. And, yes. <laughs> and and he was saying that it's almost like a game for people to kind of out-nerd people. Like, they go deep cut. All right. 
we got to talk about the actual show, but there's two things I want to point out real quick about cosplay before I forget. Yes. Deep cuts, especially, or even. Um, the one is the girl or the lady or whatever who is cosplaying as the um, Save the Clock Tower lady from Back to the Future. What the hell? Um, crazy. Did you see Jed Clampett from the no, Hillbillies? I did not see Jed Clampett. Yes. <laughs> At least he's a main character. <laughs> so. Very good point, but still. Um, or he was just a random guy with a shotgun. I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say these days. It's hard to say. Uh, our friend uh, Kayla mm-hmm. on, uh, was um, cosplaying as, uh, was it Dippy, Dippy Fresh? Fresh. <laughs> That's a deep cut. She From ca- like one, one or two episodes of, of Gravity, Gravity Falls. Falls. And she was getting confused with um, Marty, Marty McFly. McFly. Yeah. Because he's was, got a uh, vest and a and a like a hoverboard type yeah, she thing. Had a she was and yeah, glasses and she was hat. dippy fresh. Yeah, and then um, my favorite cosplay uh, comment from Sean of the weekend was about that furry cosplaying as a Star Trek character, and I love this in case you guys didn't pick up on it because. <laughs> She didn't refer to the person as someone cosplaying as a furry Star Trek character, nor did she say that this person was cosplaying as a furry Star Trek character, like an alien or something. She said that this furry was cosplaying as a Star Trek character, completely negating the fact (laughs) that there is a differentiation step from person putting on a furry costume putting on a Star Trek costume or a person putting on a furry Star Trek costume. She skipped that first stage and went straight to a furry cosplaying as a Star Trek character. And I found that very interesting and I never really thought about it till I heard her say it out loud. It was pretty applicable though. And I stand by it. It (laughs) it was a very natural comment. I just kind of said, Oh look, that furry is wearing a Star Trek outfit. Um, I guess it was Uhura. I don't know, because it was a Star Trek, it was a red dress. Yeah. I don't know. But it was like a fox. It was like a brown fox or something. <laughs> I have seen so many furries now. And let me just say, there are a lot of um people in their underwear yeah. at Dragon Con. Who's that? Just like dudes straight up in their underwear. They're bathing suits. A lot of dudes just in bathing suits. And can I just say, there's some really cut dudes. Like um, He-Man, Deadpool. And bodybuilder Deadpool and Roman Centurions and I mean just a lot of dudes not wearing shirts. Do we want to jump into Deadpool? Do we need Do to we... get out of the way? I mean we talked about it. I Instagrammed it. Hey, by the way, Dollar Ben has an Instagram now. Follow us on Instagram, <laughs> Dollar Ben Productions. Yeah. Because we're going to talk about the podcast mm-hmm. and our minis yeah. and even the movies that we do. Yeah, so hopefully we'll be posting a lot more on our Dollar Ben Instagram. This is my first foray into Instagram. Sean's been doing it for a little while now. It's really easy. All you do is take a picture and post it. Yeah, so, um, you know, maybe we should post a picture of us, you know, doing oh. this right now. Yeah, yeah. Look, we're Instagramming. Live oh, Instagramming. I'm wearing my pajama pants, and now you can see it. Sean's oh, in her man. pajama pants. We'll we'll uh we'll Don't. see. Let's. We'll... It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's uh, the it's making it's the making of, of behind the, making the magic. Of the, yeah, behind the magic. Sean can. We are Instagramming, and uh, we Instagrammed Dragon Con. Yeah. And one of the things that we Instagrammed that's the thing, right? Instagrammed. Sure. Is um Sean at one point said, "Hey." Wait here. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And while Sean was in the bathroom, I was looking at the map, trying to figure out what the hell hotel we were in, because God knows what hotel you're in at any given time. Or where anything is. Can right. I just say... We'll get to that in a bit. That. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, we, um, I, she was in the bathroom, and I was looking at this map, and a couple Deadpools passed by. No big deal. Three or four Deadpools. <laughs> not a problem. One of them turned to me, and he said, um, with a boombox, turned to me, and he said... Put down that map and follow us. To which I replied, no. <laughs> and uh, then I, pers- I stood there while about 750 Deadpools walked past me. Uh, out of 
Um, that's a gross exaggeration. <laughs> There's maybe 300 Deadpools. <laughs> because seriously, we were at the top level of whatever freaking mm-hmm. hotel it was. And you can see three levels. And you could see the line of Deadpools mm-hmm. on Just all three levels. circling around the hotel. And it was any Deadpool you could imagine. Elvis Deadpool. And Piggy Deadpool. And Lady Deadpool. And regular Deadpool. And He-Man Deadpool. And Hawaiian Shirt Deadpool. I'm and pretty about- sure it was Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes, right? That's yes. The, from yes. from uh, Walking, Walking Dead, Dead. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, just any Deadpool that you could possibly imagine. And about <laughs> every 10 of them had a boombox and was had some sort of music. Yeah. Yeah. And at one point in time, we did jump in the Deadpool line. Well, we had to and go up the escalator. We danced a little bit. <laughs> we had to. Yeah. I, did, I had to blend in. Although, you know, um, our friend John, <laughs> who we mentioned earlier, he had this thing where he was like, man, I was telling him the story about the Deadpools. And he was like, what if you had been like, okay, and you jumped in line. And while you were walking with the Deadpools, they like threw like this like Deadpool costume over me. Like all of a sudden I had a mask. Like they just assembled me into a Deadpool. And then Assimilate. that's assimilated me into a Deadpool. And that's just who I was from now on. We are, we are Deadpool. We are Deadpool. I did not fall for it, though. I'm really glad, because if I would have come out of the bathroom <laughs> and you weren't there, I would have lost it. <laughs> and why is that, Sean? Because Dragon Con scared me a little. <laughs> um, I think this whole same experience, whenever we we were trying... Uh, so this whole t- this whole thing, we were trying to find the Celebrity Hall, and we couldn't figure it out because, A, there are no signs. B, we've never been to Dragon Con before. C, it's really confusing. <laughs> like... The hotels are strung together by skywalks, but then there's like three levels at each of the hotels, and it's just very, it's very confusing. So I never knew where I was or where we were going. So we kind of like walked around to try and figure out what we were doing. So at one point we were, I think it was around this time of the Deadpools. (laughs) I was looking over to my right to see what was over there and then all of a sudden out of the peripheral of my left hand side this like thing came at me and snarled (laughs) and i screamed like a little freaking girl and ran to adam and buried my head into his arm or shoulder or back or whatever was the closest um it was one of the like haunted house people the neverworld people and i saw him earlier i was like that guy's gonna try and scare me and he did and it worked and i was so freaking embarrassed so embarrassed so i hid and yeah yeah i didn't catch any of it until you like buried yourself in my back yeah so you didn't hear me scream "Ah!" and then run you can't hear anything sean you can't hear anything in dragon con and even if you could hear anything, you wouldn't know what you're hearing because there's sound everywhere. There's sound everywhere. There's boomboxes. Every 10 Deadpools has a boombox. Not only those guys, but there's other people with boomboxes. And then there's like some metal, like right next to those guys, there's like these metal horror like band just like showing music videos and like blasting music. You can't hear anything at Dragon Con. You can't hear anything. He's not really exaggerating. It's very overwhelming. Let's just say... Right now, Dragon Con, very overwhelming, especially for your first time, or even if it's not your first time, but especially if it's your first time, and you've never seen anything like this. Like, I went to San Diego, and it's, there's a lot of people, but for the most part, they're, you know, a few costume people, but not like this, not this many, and these, like, crazy, extravagant hotels, it's, it's just very overwhelming. Were you overwhelmed? I think I was. <laughs> All right. So we decided to go to Dragon Con. We only went Saturday and Sunday because we kind of figured that was all we could handle. And we were right. And we didn't want to take off work. Yeah, that's too. <laughs> that, that's the big part of it. Yeah. So Saturday morning we drove down. We got there probably right after the parade. So traffic wasn't that bad. I was really excited about that. We picked up our passes yeah oh also yes. um we were gonna park in the hotel that we were at yeah and it was like it was like 37 dollars a night but i was like i don't care i'm just gonna park here there was no parking in the hotel that we pulled into yeah. so we had to go all the way up and down the parking garage and then we pulled out to go just to find some nearby parking garage there was one right across the street 15 dollars a day yes which wasn't that bad so for the two days we were there it was you know 30 dollars, which yeah. wasn't bad no it was awesome yeah it would have cost us more more than that 
for sure to stay in the hotel, but it's right across the street. Yeah. Not a big deal. No. Great. No. So everything kind of lined up um, this year. And that's why we went to Dragon Con. Mm-hmm. We, um, we got badges. We were able to get those. And, um, you know, we got a ho- we had friends staying at a hotel. So we had a hotel room. We had the weekend off. We had Monday off. So we were like, let's, let's go. Let's, let's, let's try it out. So we got there, and the first place we went to was the comics place, of course. Mm-hmm. So we went to America's Mart Building 2. To meet up with our good friend Andy Runton. Heck yeah. For starters. Yes. So we kind of walked around. America's Mart had three different levels of like artists and vendors and things, and then the fourth floor was panels. And also, this is the first year that the comics and uh, dealers and merchants and all that were moved to uh, that, a separate that building. Yeah. yeah. So there's a, a new location for them. And apparently more space, which oh my God. is That's, shocking. Yeah, because there was no space. None. There's no space. These are the, the narrowest aisles I've ever seen. I've, I don't even... Anybody who's ever complained about narrow aisles is wrong. Like, SPX has narrow aisles. But this was worse than SPX. Because there are so many people, and there's, like, so much stuff to look at. It was, it was nuts. Yeah, the <laughs> aisles were narrower, because it was pretty much, it was really difficult for two people to go at once. Mm-hmm. So you kind of had to, like, wiggle through crowds. Um, but the first time we got there, we kind of looked around the third floor for a little bit. That was um, Artist Alley, primarily. And then we went to the Motor Crush panel. With Babs Tarr, Brendan Flesher, and Cameron Stewart. Yeah. And it was moderated by... Lan Pitts. Lan Pitts. Mm-hmm. Who is also a friend of the Dollar Ben. And, um, I don't know, he writes for somebody. Newsrama. Uh, he's writing a lot of westling stuff now, too. Yeah. He so. did an interview with Xavier Woods while he was there. we did not there. run into. I tried so hard. Not really. <laughs> I put on a New Day shirt, and that was pretty much you it. You and 75,000 other people. Yeah. <laughs> so many people were wearing New Day shirts. Um, the New Day <laughs> one with them on the unicorn and mm-hmm. the Bootyo shirt. Mm-hmm. I saw that a lot. Yeah. And I had a lot of compliments on my shirt, yeah. too, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> yes no i tried to meet xavier woods and it didn't happen it's okay it's okay yeah. one day yeah so while we were there Pretty soon we'll meet cody rhodes that's right it's exciting that's probably gonna actually happen because yeah. he's coming to spartanburg and there's like a meet and greet yeah we need to buy tickets for that big time wrestling spartanburg yeah. september yeah. 24th we'll be there so Hopefully. we'll cody rhodes and the hardy boys yep and- rick flair yeah. And, uh, Sabu. I believe Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Yeah. And uh, various other people. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So we picked up at the panel that we went to, went to the Motor Crush panel. They talked about the new book coming out. It's uh, an image book. And we picked up, they were giving out Motor Crush number zero, mm-hmm. which is like a preview book of the first issue, which we have an extra copy. So, we're going to give it away. Adam. Yep. I don't have a contest yet. Okay. <laughs> I don't either. Maybe by the end of this episode, I'll have thought of a contest. Okay. So, we're going to give, give away. We're going to give Motor Crush number zero away. Mm-hmm. We're going to think of something. Yep. And While we record this episode right now. Yeah. Yep. And then at the end of the show, so we're going to make you listen to the rest of this. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you can fast forward to the end or... Don't fast forward to the end because you then then you won't hear all of our fun stories like meeting Sarah Wilkinson and Jim Steranko. Yeah, more to come. More to come. <laughs> but yeah, so we're gonna yeah. come up with a contest and we're gonna give away Motor Crush Number Zero. Yeah, and at the time I believe we had found that Motor Crush Zero was going for like a hundred dollars. People had it up for like a hundred dollars on eBay. Uh, originally, they only sent this out to retailers, and. Uh, so only like retailers had a like a copy, I guess. But they were giving these away at the panel. Every seat when we got there had one on there. So, um, you know, the price is probably going to drop pretty quick because a lot of people are going to have them. Yeah. But, so I don't imagine that it's going to be <laughs> you know sustaining at a hundred dollars. Yeah. But we can always tell people hundred dollar value giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> so keep that in mind. <laughs> yeah. Back to you, Sean. Okay. So, yeah, so we went to the panel. It was super fun. 
It yeah. was um, it was a really fun panel. Babs is got the most enthusiastic laugh. It's infectious, and I love it. Babs Star is incredible. Yes. She's an incredible person with an incredible personality, and she's a, an incredible artist. Yes. And she's incredible. She's a lot of fun to talk to. And she is a great artist. Like, And Motor Crush is killing it. Yeah. And Brendan Fletcher is super fun, too. He's yeah. got a very good personality. He's, yes, he's very theatrical. He is. He's mm-hmm. He's got a really good way on panels. Mm-hmm. The kind of talking and getting you pumped up and excited. Yeah. And um, I love Cameron Stewart. Yeah. And he um he contributed a lot to yeah. the panel. And this he, is the first time I've actually met Cameron Stewart. Oh, really? or, okay. Yeah. He's so, really he's, he's, he's compared really, to the other two. They're very down to earth. He, he's he's <laughs> a lot more quiet. Yeah. But that's just compared to the other two. But yeah. he talked a lot about kind of process and kind of really dug into kind of how they're doing Motor Crush and how they kind of came up with it and mm-hmm. it was really cool. Yeah. Um I don't know if I'm gonna leave this in or not, but uh, you know, when mentioning uh Babstar. I had mentioned that she has an incredible personality and she's an incredible artist. Let me just also throw out because I know like that can be code, but Babstar is adorable. She's you know, beautiful. as you were as you're saying that, I <laughs> I don't was want talking that to be misconstrued because Babstar is beautiful. <laughs> I was talking about Brendan Fletcher's personality, and I, and I was worried that that came across as like he's homely. Yeah, he's not, <laughs> and he's just he has a good presence on a panel yeah, he does and babs has an uh, awesome larger-than-life personality is what i was referring to just want to throw that out there because we're awkward we're really, really awkward, awkward yeah but no babs is really cute um so <laughs> yeah and land but, uh, but she's a great artist and yeah that's it not matter. all about how cute she is no it's, no it's that's just not her the pink hair part. is really yeah. cool and i wish i had pink hair and a personality like hers too but it's okay yeah okay <laughs> this went weird and then lamb pitts moderated yeah um i think he asked like five questions like the panel just he didn't need he no didn't need, he moderated he, as exactly. in he led the discussion yeah and he they can, took it <laughs> they did man and you they, know and then they're he, a hard hard panel to control yes they they've got a really good chemistry yeah I'm sure they've done a million of these panels at this point, especially yeah. like they all collaborate and work together. They yeah. were on Batgirl together and now they're doing Motor Crush. Yes. So they've been on a million panels together. Yeah. Let me say I read Motor Crush uh, Zero last night and it's going to be really cool. Sweet. And I highly recommend it and I recommend uh, pre-ordering it <laughs> because uh, <laughs> apparently the direct market is how comics live, and though it's a flawed system, um, we need to pre-order our comics so that uh, enough will get printed and um, they will stay alive. Yes, pre-order the first issues, make sure you read them, and then if you like them, add them to your list so the shop knows to continue ordering them. Yeah, and talk about them and share them with your friends. (laughs) Yes. We don't want to get political up in here, but... Like comics, share comics, read comics. <laughs> okay. So the panel was. You great. didn't. You didn't see all that no, Twitter. Uh-uh. Twitter wars. Nope. Don't do. No, I didn't watch all so that. So that's stuff. pretty much what we just. Yeah. We no, addressed yeah, it, but yeah. we don't really the know anything about what happened. No. We no just idea. like books. I like ordering things because then it comes yeah. in. It's like a present that I have to buy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sean uh, gets previews every month, and she makes me go through it. And actually, she'll write down things that she thinks I want, and she makes me go through it and add things to my list mm-hmm. so that uh, they'll get ordered, and comic shops will know what to buy. And uh, Motor Crush is one of those books that comic shops should buy, especially if you like Batgirl. And also, it's kind of like, it's got a, a lot of things. Like, it's got like a Fast and Furious kind of thing going on with it. It's got like uh, the Batgirl, like, just kind of um, vibe going to it. It's got... Uh, strong kick-ass characters and it's just if you guys um if you guys comment i know you don't no one ever comments on our shows anymore but <laughs> if you comment you, um if you can get like a previewer or reader you know if you get sent this motor crush i can i can talk to you about some of the characters that they talked about their influence for characters and stuff like that in the panel and uh somebody from bleeding cool was there so you might be able to find a yeah. bleeding cool article i guess whatevs if you're into that sort of thing (laughs) personally i'm not 
But yeah, it was great. And I look forward to the rest of Motor Crush. Yeah. So <clears> then <throat> after the panel, yeah. we walked the floors in America's Mart. We, we stayed to. there. Yeah. So we walked up and down the aisles of the Artist Alley and talked to a few people. We talked to Rich Tommaso. Mm -hmm. That was cool. Yeah. And Sanford Green. Sanford. Mm -hmm. Chris Hamer. Mm -hmm. Kelly Yates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was pretty busy. So yeah. we kind of moved down to the second floor. Yeah. And it was bananas. Like, you couldn't even move. Like, we tried uh, to kind of go up and down aisles, mm -hmm. but we went path of least resistance. Yeah, and it got really stressful. It was pretty harried. Um, yeah. I tried to take pictures of just, like, the crowds, but I couldn't get a shot that kind of demonstrated the, 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 the depth and the overwhelmingness of the crowds. Yeah. You can't because it's, you're, it's like the whole forest through the trees thing, you know? Yeah. You can't. Like, if you're in... The if you're in like the rainforest and you take a picture, you can't really grasp what it means to be in the rainforest. Yeah. Essentially, is what we're looking at. Yeah, Dragon Con is like a, a rainforest. Yeah, with just deadly animals all over the place, and you're gonna get your eye poked trees. out with the wings. Oh my god, wings everywhere, and yeah, just, oh, and just man. like weird tails brushing your leg. Yeah, yeah. Remember that time we drafted on a uh, a rascal. <laughs> yes, there was a lady in a scooter, so we kind of got behind her because she parted the crowds, um, and then we felt bad, so we kind of like hung back, but it was really nice there for a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was, uh, it was worth it. I, yes. I regret nothing. No, I don't, I don't but, either. Uh, and yeah. So yeah, we went through the second floor, and it was a disaster. We went through oh, the first floor, and it was even worse. Yeah. So we decided to... Venture forth to the hotels. Yeah. Not knowing what we were doing. No, no clue. Uh, Andy told us which hotel to kind of head toward. Yeah. Um, just because that would be the next stop. And that's where, the I guess, the celebs are or something. They were in a room. I just don't understand. I think, no. The, okay, after we went yeah. to the America's Mart, we went to the first hotel. Uh-huh. Um, like the Hyatt, Hyatt or whatever. I believe. And then that was the art show. Right, we went to the art show first. Yeah, we went yes. to the art show first. Yeah, and, and it then was while a we were confusing. in the art show, Aubrey texted us and was like, "Hey, you guys might want to check out the art show." <laughs> we was were like, already uh, there. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So we, um, that was a little confusing to find because mm -hmm. again, it's like a bunch of different levels, and there's certain doors that you go in. It, there were some signs mm -hmm. there, so it wasn't that bad. Yeah, we went up and but, down the levels a few times. Yeah, because it was just like we didn't, I didn't know oh, where to go. And Andy Runton, when we met him, he had a program book and um, a pocket program for us, and that pocket program was so useful. It yes. literally fit in my pocket, and we were able to pull it out whenever we needed to get not lost. Yeah, I mean, we we downloaded the app, which was really helpful. Yeah. But at the same time, I like, yeah. like a physical piece of paper to look at. Yeah, you're like a comics fan. Yeah, it's it I know, but like but seriously for the people that use apps, their app is amazing. Yeah, I was very impressed. I've never seen an app that thorough before. You can ever. search speakers. Mm -hmm. You can look up all the panels and everything's like cross-referenced. Yeah, you can look up like based on tracks. Like there was a podcasting track or a film like track yeah, or a anime, celebrities track and anime track. Or you could look at it based on times and days it, and what panels were where. And you just like click a little star and it yeah, adds and it to your it. schedule. Yeah. And then you can get like codes of your friends. Yeah. And then you can add that. Like our so friend you Aubrey, can, like, we knew where know. she was yeah. and what panel she was going to. It's it's so it's so cool. And mm -hmm. there are maps of all the places. Like there's a map of downtown Atlanta mm -hmm. that highlights the hotels mm -hmm. and each hotel. Where the like, skywalks are map. that connect all the hotels. It, it, it's really good. It's still really confusing yeah, well, yeah. when you're when you're yeah, there. When you're there and you're um, surrounded by And you've never been pools. there. And yeah, all of a sudden there's like 800 Deadpool's and you don't know where Little to go. Really... So you just get in line. Yeah. Um, it's just go with the crowd. You know, we, there are a bunch of times that it the, literally we were like, uh, you were like, where are we going? And I was like, I'm just going where these people are going. Like I literally just went with the crowd. Yeah. And it ended up normally getting us to where we wanted to go somehow. It was really bizarre. Yeah. Especially like if it was a skywalk, like we wanted to go to another hotel. Yeah. Uh, we had no idea, but yeah. I would follow a bunch of people and it would, lo and behold, 
I'd end up at the Skywalk. It yeah. was actually pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah. By Sunday, we <laughs> kind of had it figured out a little bit. So the the first day of Saturday was, was kind of nuts. It was just us like walking around in a daze. But let me let me throw this out there while we're talking about crowds and being confused. <laughs> All the people were really nice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, some people were oblivious to what was going on around them, but... A lot of people were nice. And the people that were aware of what was going around them were all really nice. And and everybody was really helpful. Mm-hmm. And it's not like anybody got mad that there were crowds or that me, they weren't that exactly sure where to go. I mean, because it was just pretty. I mean, everybody was 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 re- for a convention that size, mm-hmm. that many people shoved into these tiny spaces like. Everybody was really nice, especially compared to other conventions I've been to where people get like, like their, you know, tempers flare. Yeah. And and people get upset because they don't know where they're supposed to go because it's not like laid out in front of them. Mm -hmm. Like this was not like that at all. I don't know if it's because most people go to Dragon Con like every year. So they know what they're doing or the newbies are usually with someone Mm -hmm. who's been every year who knows what they're doing. Yeah. But it was, it had a really nice vibe to it. Yeah. It did have a really, it had a very community strong community based vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you you just got to think there's thousands of cosplayers there and you know, you go to, I'm again, I'm used to comic conventions, obviously. Um, Sean had mentioned how different this was. Um, we did find ourselves going back to uh, the comics building, kind of to recoup. <laughs> it was my safe, my safe place. Yeah. Um, every time we came back, Andy Runton would tell us how um, just kind of, just kind of destroyed I looked when we came back. I looked very frazzled. <laughs> like his hair was <laughs> yeah. kind of. He had this bandana that he wore all weekend. Wolf knives. Wolf knives. And, so uh, it was a little, it, he, like, he looked a little disheveled, a little like he'd been out in the wilderness. <laughs> yeah. And um, so, so yeah, so we, we would go back to that building. And it's interesting because you talk about the community and stuff. And we're used to, like, grumpy people at conventions. And it's like, so, like, we're talking about, like, how we're more comfortable at comic, or at least I am, more comfortable at comic conventions. I understand, I understand the people. Yeah. I don't understand the people in, like, at Dragon Con a lot, you know, when I'm walking around. Yeah, and, yeah. And maybe, um, you know, and but we also talk about how nice and how strong the community is. So it's like it's like this weird, like, I guess I'm more comfortable in a more structured yet grumpy environment. <laughs> I guess I could take the structure and get rid of the grumpy <laughs> and keep like the, the um, you know, community based uh, wholeheartedness of Dragon Con. Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe again, it's because we're new. Yeah, I think yeah. if we if we had gone a couple more times, it wouldn't be as confusing. Yeah, but you know, on the flip side, you know, I recently read a review by uh, some chump ass punk ass about uh, Heroes Con. It talked about how Heroes Con was like, I guess, boring and too expensive for what it is, and you know, there aren't even even any night parties or after parties. That's dumb. That's lame. And I'm like, well, it's Heroes Con. I mean, and there are some things. There's the art auction and stuff like that, and and that's that's the, the nightlife. I mean, it's hanging out at the West End. That's what you do. Yeah. And like um, at Dragon Con, I, I get it. I get now. I mean, I don't ever want Heroes Con to be like that Dragon Con at all. But I get it. I get what what he was missing. Yeah. That I'm yeah. not missing. Yeah. You know, he was missing this, but he was expecting something that it's not. And when we were walking around, and I'm jumping ahead again, we'll come back. Yeah. But when we were jumping, walking around in, in the nightlife, Sean and I wanted to try the nightlife of Dragon yeah. Con. And I kind of was walking around, and I remember thinking, I just want to be standing in a bar in a hotel lobby <laughs> with a bunch of loud people yelling until three o'clock in the morning. And that is, that to me is convention nightlife and that's not what other people's opinion of convention nightlife is but man that's that like heroes con just standing in that western lobby yelling and being like hoarse <laughs> and deaf by the end of the night and the next morning that is just so such a great feeling to me and it could just be because i'm surrounded by friends and maybe if i was at I dragon con is. and i knew exactly. more people yeah then i could get that same feeling from dragon con 
but that was just lacking sorely for me in the nightlife. I, I think that's what it is, is that we, whenever we did the nightlife, we didn't, it was just you and me. And honestly, like in the back of my head, like we had talked earlier when I mentioned we had talked to Sanford and he saw like Xavier Woods and he was yeah. hanging out. Like the whole time we were walking around the nightlife, I was like, God, I hope we run into Sanford. Oh God, where's Sanford? I really want to run into Sanford. Like I was just looking just for that somebody. person to talk to. We didn't, have, we didn't to. run into anybody. And I was like, Sanford's out here somewhere, man. I know he is. Yeah. It like, it just never happened. Because we, we went to, <laughs> we went to the burlesque show, we, but. Well, we the, yeah went to line. go. We went to go yeah. to the burlesque show. But the line was like wrapped out the door and yeah. around the hotel. Yeah, like outside, and it was like, I, not nah, happening. We're not going to not wait on that. even almost. Happening. And I think that's like it right does whenever run it's like three hours. So like someone had said, if we yeah. had come in like two hours later, we probably could have walked right in. Yeah, but but we didn't. So then no. we just walked to the hotels. Yeah, and we saw like a karaoke party. Yeah. Couldn't really and, tell what was going on though. You could kind of hear the songs. You couldn't really see the stage because there was like a couple hundred people down in there. It was like in the basement of one of the hotels. I don't remember which one we were in. I think it was the Marriott. The Marriott, and there was a stage and there was karaoke and it was just a, it was just crap a ton, ton of, of people. people. It was insane. Yeah, insane. and maybe if we knew a bunch of people it doing karaoke, yeah. maybe it would have been. Yeah, maybe. But we didn't know anybody, nope. so then we nope. just kind of walked around. Mm-hmm. That was pretty much what we did, but yeah. Okay, sorry. Going back, we're at the art show. We're at the art show. We're at the art show. Oh man, so the art show was really cool. Yeah, Sean had I had fun at the art show. Sean had a blast at the art show. I think because it's all like fantasy art. Yeah, yeah. Again, we're so used to comics and superheroes and comic art, and we get a little bit of fantasy stuff when we go to our comic art shows. But this was like a Dragon Con art show, and again, uh, you know, we told Andy Runton that we went to the art show, and he was like, "Oh, it's like a." bunch of wolves and dragons and it was was. (laughs) a bunch of wolves and dragons and sometimes dragons and wolves but the thing that andy rutten didn't realize is that and i don't know if it's always like this but i'm gonna say that 2016 was the year of the kitty cat (laughs) oh my gosh dude okay man i got so freaking excited about all the kitty cat stuff um, I don't care if it's cheesy, cause you know what? I love it, and and so I bought, I bought a kitty cat <laughs> print. Yeah, it's a kitty cat with a monocle and a bowler hat in a teacup, and it is awesome. Sorry, I had to pause for Instagram. <laughs> yeah, so we took a picture of it, and we're gonna Instagram it. So this is by Ash Evans. So I bought this awesome kitty cat print. Which I fell in love with. Because, I mean, how could you not? It's a freaking cute little kitty cat and a teacup. And it's Earl Grey. <laughs> and then I got um, a pin by Ash Evans as well. It's a mouse in a Sunday cup with whipped cream and a cherry on its, <laughs> on its little head. It's adorable! But there were so many kitty cat things. Like, kitty cats reading books and kitty cats with dragons. There were a lot of kitty cats and dragons. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of kitty cats and dragons. But, yeah, no, I had a blast. Like, oh, man. Like, I love all that fantasy art. It's so much fun. Yeah, I used to really be in the fantasy art when I was younger. That's, um, so, like, one of the things I, I think I had mentioned uh, to somebody was, like, yeah, 15 years ago, I'd have been all over so much of this art. And even, like, one of the floors, like, because it's Dragon Con, it's so fantasy-based, not really, um, again, comics-based, fantasy-based. But I'm super into fantasy and sci-fi and stuff, but not like I was when I was younger. Like, when I was younger, like, I'd have been all over, like, the the fake swords and dragon pendants and all that stuff. I worked and, at the Renaissance Festival yeah. <laughs> one summer. Right. I think that kind of sums up, like, everything. Like, one of the people who was set up there, like, I have a painting of hers <laughs> that I got at the Renaissance Festival. And I have, you know, a dragon claw necklace and a dragon, like, made out of jade necklace that I got at the Renaissance Festival and a dragon goblet. Wow, I got a lot of dragon stuff when you uh, <laughs> put it all together. Well, I used to always buy my dad like the little dragon, metal dragon statues for Christmas. And, you know, when I was a kid, he read uh, like The Hobbit to me. So I always associated like dragons and dragon art with my dad. So when growing up, I used to, anytime I had like dragons or dragon art, I'd buy it for him. It kind of like a thing that we could share, I guess, because I was super into it too. Yeah. You know, like wizards and dragons and stuff. And, um, yeah, like I would have really been like into a lot of this. There's a lot of stuff that I was just like, oh, that's really cool. There's no way 
I would spend money on it today, but like, yeah, 15, 20 years ago, I'd have been all over that stuff. Yeah, I almost bought a pocket watch, like a steampunk pocket watch. I kept seeing it. I kind of want one. There was that one. I grabbed a business card. Oh. Uh, we're jumping around. Are we jumping around? Are we going back we're to the jumping. art show? You want to go back to the art let's show? Go, let's, let's go back to the, the art show. show. Okay, we're going to stick to the, the art show. show. Yeah. Um, okay, so art show. Adam... Pretty much what Dragon Con was like, too. Like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. Okay. So Adam bought um, Stanley Morrison. He bought two prints from them. I know this was the next day, but it doesn't matter. This was at the art show, so we're just going to stick with that. But so we were looking at this picture of a tree, and I was like, man, this is pretty cool. And then Adam was like, that's a dragon. Yeah. And it was a dragon. Yeah. You want me to take a picture? Yeah, of, yeah. Of you? We're Instagramming. <laughs> this is, oh man. Okay. Should I hold the other one up too so we can just knock out two words? Yeah. You want to hold yours that. up or? Okay. No, no, we're going to so, hold these up. Where's the camera? Oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. Uh, so, Sean, <laughs> um, so we were looking at these things, right? And, uh, <laughs> and so I was like, whoa, that tree is a dragon. It was like, uh, kind of like a bonsai tree kind of looking, but it's a big tree, obviously, but it had like this look to it. And I was like, wow, that's a dragon. And um, <laughs> then Sean kind of looked at something else, and then we realized that all of his art had like dragons hidden in it. So she ended up picking up this um, this fox that has like dragon in the fur. There's like a dragon pattern. And it was really cool. Like some of them were like really obvious. There was this one wolf, and it was like, okay, yeah, that's a dragon. Mm-hmm. But there were other ones that it was a little bit more subtle. You kind of had to like look for it. The tiger, I really wanted the original tiger. It was this, it was um scratchboard art, which a lot of um basically it's like scratchboard and you use like a knife type thing and you scratch away the black yeah. to reveal the white underneath. And um, he did a, a tiger that had like a dragon, so he had the original starting bid on it was 400 bucks. So I couldn't, I couldn't really bid on that. Um, although I kind of really wanted it, yeah. if it was two hundred. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't buy. We didn't buy anything <laughs> in the auctions. We just yeah. bought kind of prints, and I bought a necklace, a really cool fairy ring necklace from <laughs> Sam G U A Y. How do you say that? Guay. Yeah. Guay. 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 I don't. Gwai. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love you so much, and I don't know how to say your name. But it's a fairy ring. It's this like kind of blue thing with like mushrooms coming out of the head. And it comes with a story on the back. It was super cool. Let me so. just say I'm missing my eye in this picture and it's kind of terrifying me. You're missing your eye? Yeah, it's kind of like cropped weird. And my eye, one of my um, eyes is missing. It's okay. Know. It'll be okay. Yeah. So, yes. So, Sean bought, I bought that. The two prints, they were um, they were uh, $5 a piece. They were little prints. $5 a piece or two for $8. Yeah. And I got a necklace that was a lot more than that. And a print and a pin. And that's what I got at the art show. And a ton of business cards. I picked up so many business cards. Um, but yet you're not allowed to take pictures in the art show. Which I understand completely. Yeah, but everybody's selling prints. You can just buy a print and take a picture of that if you really want to take a picture of something like we just did. Yeah, but I mean, they don't want you to like take it and steal it, I guess, or post about it. But I took business cards because I wanted to remember who these people were because I really liked a lot of the things that they had, but I just didn't, I, I didn't buy anything from them right away. But again, like we were exposed to all these new people because I didn't know anybody yeah, in the art show no, room. None. No. And there's some really talented people. And and it wasn't just like 2D art too. There was a lot of mm-hmm. kind of found object art and sculptures. Sculptures and wood things and jewelry. It was really it was really cool. Mm-hmm. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. No, it was it was we walked up and down and looked at every single piece in there and then we went through and actually looked at the uh, artists. And I guess so it's curated but then you also have to pay. Yeah to be in the show as well yeah so it's a it's pretty expensive so, yeah and but I it hope, is a four-day show yeah and there's a lot of people coming through there well, hopefully um people made their money back you know it's funny thinking that it's a curated show god you would think that when they curate it they would have an idea of what will sell so hopefully the people being curated you're almost being vetted into like Hey, you should do well, I hope. Yeah, yeah. So, I really hope they do. Yeah, because well, there's know? a lot of people in there and a lot of art. and well, There's a lot of talent, mm-hmm. like a lot. Mm-hmm. 
Like a lot of like beadwork, like really elaborate Holy beadwork. Holy crap, there was some super elaborate beadwork in there. It's insanely elaborate. Yeah, and like puppets and just everything you can imagine. Yeah, there's some good stuff in there. Yeah, so I had a lot of fun mm-hmm. doing that. And then after that, we went to the celebrity room. Yeah, we kind of snuck. Well, we didn't sneak in. We blended into the line I accidentally. I didn't realize that there was a line. It was just yeah. people walking in, so we just walked in. Yeah, we we blended in accidentally. And all we did was walk around it twice and then leave. Because it was like, hey, there are these people. I didn't. I knew like two people in the celebrity room. I knew a f- you, you knew more than two. I knew like four. James Marsters. Yeah. Jason Mars Marsden. Katie Sackhoff. Jillian Anderson was apparently in like a basement by herself. Yeah. So you didn't like accidentally see her. And then apparently uh William Shatner William came on Shatner Monday, was maybe? There Monday, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. I mean there were there were a few people, but it wasn't anybody that I was like, Oh man, I need to meet them. And if they were, they weren't at their table. Like I wanted to meet Will Friedle, but yeah. he wasn't there. And I'm not really like you know, I didn't really need to meet him. I just wanted to kind of like walk around. Just kind of see who was there. I don't even think yeah. we looked at any pricing for anything. No. I don't think we did either. We just walked around <laughs> it twice and then left. <laughs> and then by then it was like the end of the day. And we needed to get back because we were going to eat dinner. And then we had a two hour dinner because it was so slow. According to Andy Runs post on Facebook just now it was a four hour dinner. It felt. <laughs> well. Okay. So we we got there. We got there like 7.30, and we didn't leave until 9.30 or 9-something. It was like a two-hour dinner. <laughs> yeah. But that wasn't because we were hanging out afterwards. It's because we didn't get food for like an hour and a half. Yeah. It was good. No, it was it was like It was okay. Yeah. I, I should have got the vegetable korma. I, I got, I got some dolls. I felt like a good solid doll. You mm-hmm. know, it's a good solid choice. Yeah, this was one of those moments where I was like, I, I wanted to get something spicy, but then the vegetable korma is not spicy. So then I changed my order to get something spicy. Know. But I, I probably should have just stuck with the korma, I think. Yeah, and just like, spicy as you can get it. But it's like, no, it's sweet. Yeah. No spicy. And I was like, I don't think you really understood. No. Oh, man. Yeah, I won't even yeah, we it's get okay. into that. We don't but we met, some interesting, we met some cool people yeah. at, the, uh, at the restaurant. We made friends um, with people who sell like the, yeah, the specialty eye, the contact lenses. And she had teeth, too. Yeah. She had the pointy teeth. Like the vampire teeth? Like, well, I think they're like wolf teeth. And, she had and like I just kept staring eyes. into her eyes. I'm sure she's used to it. Yeah. And I some, mean, I, I do that and, anyways. Yeah. I tend to look people in their eyes. And then somebody, I can't ask um, if it was hard to see through them, and she said that they were um, prescription. Yeah. She has prescription wolf eyes. Or like if they itch or anything. Yeah. They bother her eyes. Yeah. She's like, no, they're, no, they're prescriptions. So. Yeah. Yeah, so um, they were really funny. They were yeah. nice, and yeah, uh, they were really we joked funny. a we, lot with oh, them. Yeah. We ran into them again on uh, the Sunday, too, and we, yeah. we made jokes about food because they ended up sitting next to us, and we kept uh, making jokes. Like, oh, you're getting we're, your food first. Yeah, it and... took us so long to get our food. None yeah. of us thought we were going to ever eat no, again. Yeah, we bonded. It yeah. was a survival yeah, you know. Yeah, together. we we kind of ran in. We we saw their booth, but it was super crowded. On the they had a booth on the first floor and and second floor and third floor, I think, right or first and second first floor. First and second. So they had two booths um, to sell yeah. and stuff, and so we uh, they were real nice. And, yeah, they were really nice. The, um, the one lady, I can't remember where she came. She said she comes from. She like, travels. She comes from, from like a Jersey or no? It was like somewhere out west or something. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was up north. No, well, somebody came from Pennsylvania. I think the, they came down from Pennsylvania, but she came from Ohio or something. Okay. I don't know. Regardless, they were really cool people, and um, we didn't get any cards or anything from them, so I no, wouldn't know didn't. how to push them if you're looking for wolf eyes. Well, I mean, if you want to talk oh, yeah, about can... <laughs> an experience, yeah, that you had, we can talk about uh, talk about wasted wine after dinner. Well, yeah, dinner, yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about. Dinner okay. was awesome because we got to hang out with. So yeah, we had dinner with um, Andy Runton and Rich Tomaso, and I talked shop with uh, Andy and Rich, and I love doing that. And um, I know I always talk about doing these things, but they really got me pumped to kind of want to do a um, and a comics, not necessarily. I guess like a, a self published or a comics creator documentary. I really want to do one and just kind of talk about what goes into living life as a comic artist really is what I want to focus on. It doesn't have to be about indie creators or self-published creators. It can just be about anybody 
who's you know living their life that way and there's a lot of guys out there i know and i really need to um organize that and put it together you guys should get on me about that and tell me um that i need to uh do stuff like that because you want to see it too and then maybe i'll 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 do it like um like i should be but yeah so we ate dinner with andy and rich and we talked for a while and we talked about comics and we talked about life and we talked about food and those are both really great guys. I don't know. So Andy Runton, um, kind of going into little details. You know, we've we've talked about Andy. We've talked about Rich a few times over the years too. Uh, Andy Runton is uh, he does Alley. If you're not familiar with him, and um, he's got a new book due out in November, a new Alley book, and it's really exciting. Um, you guys should look up Alley, and uh, and I think you can do AndyRunton.com. And um, or Alley is it AlleyRunton.com? AndyRunton.com. Okay. Um, so you sh- you guys should look look him up or look up Ali and it's really good um books for all ages and uh kids and family friendly and stuff like that. He's on a lot of the family friendly panels and he's been a, a really good friend to us over the years and we try to do likewise for him um because he's a really good person. He's a very talented storyteller and artist. And Rich Tommaso, I was introduced to at Wizard World Atlanta a few years ago by <laughs> J. Chris Campbell. And um, since then, I've bought a few pieces of original art from him. I've read and reviewed a lot of uh, the books that he's been doing. Um, you know, The Cavalier Mr. Thompson was one that I really loved recently. Um, I guess it wasn't that recent at this point because he's had a few books come out since then. He did uh, Recoil, uh, Recoil Comics, uh, his publishing company, uh, Recoil. And um, he's got a few books through that that you can look up. So if you look up Rich Tomasa or Recoil, you can find some of those things. He does a lot of crime noir stuff, which I know a lot of them. Um, it's funny. We talked about, I know like a lot of Dollar Bin guys really like reading the qui- crime noir stuff, you know, like uh, Criminal is a big um, people. The Dollar Bin guys love Criminal and the Dollar Bin guys love the Parker books. And it's funny because we talked about how um, there's apparently not, there's no, big market for crime noir stuff those are the ones that and, are mo- most likely to get canceled yeah and that's just really weird to me because i know that you guys love it and i love it um apparently like we talked about one of the reasons that uh criminal um has like one shots here and there is because the numbers for books like fatal and um velvet and things like that just are like way higher which i don't which i don't understand I because either. criminal is amazing so um, they've committed to these other books because they they have better numbers, but uh, but man, v- criminals awesome. Uh, so Rich does a lot of crime noir type stuff, and uh, you can get that stuff through Recoil. And also, he recently had Dark Corridor, Dark Corridor, on uh, Image Comics, and he's uh, currently has um, uh, She Wolf coming out, which is through so Image Comics good. as well. Yeah. It's uh, Rich has like a really cool style. He definitely doesn't have like a standard kind of any kind of house style. Yeah. Um, which I really appreciate. Like I was trying to tell like his angles of his pages, like his storytelling kind of. I I really like the the characters and stuff like that. And I'm gonna uh let Sean talk a little bit more about Rich while I go get the, my Kitty Pride that I commissioned from him. And Sean can take a picture yes. of me and we'll Instagram the Kitty Pride picture. Yeah. While Sean talks a little bit more about Andy and Rich. Okay. Yeah. So. First, getting back to the um, the people with the contact lenses, it's the contact lens company. So get look right them, out. I know, right? <laughs> look them up; they're really cool. And if uh, you need some specialty contact lenses for Halloween coming up, you can check them out. Yeah. So Rich Tomaso, She Wolf is coming out, and it is so good. I um, Adam was talking about the books that he did through Recoil. And a lot of them were kind of genre mashing. So he would take kind of a concept from one genre and a concept from another one and just kind of like blend them together. And I loved what he was doing because um, I like, I mean, he, he does a really good crime story, but he usually, usually kind of mixes it with another element. So like a horror or a supernatural. So that's kind of what I think like She-Wolf is kind of, it's definitely horror. But it's got like another kind of like a another deeper kind of yeah. element to it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to see where it's going because uh, I think uh, issue three recently came out. But but I have 
You haven't read it yet. I haven't read I it yet. Finished. I've read uh yeah, I've read one and two. And um so I'm looking forward to see where those going where those are going. So definitely look up uh Rich uh Tommaso and in Recoil and She Wolf and that's what he's got currently on the shelf and or pick up uh, the trade for Dark Corridors out so you can you can pick that up as well. Yeah. So after dinner, we finished just in time to make it for the beginning of the Wasted Wine set, which is a band that's local here in Greenville, mm-hmm. but we've never had the opportunity to see them. Yeah, until, we keep missing them here in Greenville. Yeah, until Dragon Con, which is really weird to think about. Like, there's yeah. this band that plays all the time here in Greenville, <laughs> uh, which actually they're playing this Thursday at Smiley's Acoustic Cafe. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. We haven't been there yet. We have not. I'm not going to be available, though, because I've got a thing on Thursday. That's right. And I'm <laughs> maybe not going to go by myself. <laughs> Probably not. Nah. I probably won't. But if you are available on Thursday, and we're probably not going to post this for a really long time, <laughs> so you should check out Wasted Wine at some point. They're really awesome. They've got, like, I don't even know how these people get together. Like, I don't know how bands form. <laughs> because it's such an eclectic kind of group. Like, their their bass player is kind of like a middle-aged woman. Who is freaking awesome? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the Rickenbacker usually, but um, her sounded great. Like, uh, yeah. like I, I don't know if it was, uh, it was just her amp and her playing style was perfect for that that bass. Normally, I find them to not really have a really good sound, but hers sounded amazing. Like she was she was uh, rocking that Rickenbacker man. It was really good, and she does like kind of backup vocals. We know the drummer Jaron, ferocious. <laughs> um, Brother of John Ferocious. Yes. <laughs> and there's a dude, the dude singer, also played violin. Mm-hmm. And there was a guitar player mm-hmm. and a keyboardist. Some sort of like, I don't know what it is. It's like a keyboard uh, kind of uh, accordion type thing. Yeah. Uh, music box. I can't remember the squeeze like box kind of it, thing. Right? Yeah, yeah. I forget what those things are called. But yeah, he was really good on that too. Yeah, I think somebody played the tiny guitar or the mandolin. Who was making fun of tiny guitar? You know, the mandolin was the next day. Is the band that we saw the next day was the tiny yes, guitar. Yes, that is correct. Yeah. And we made fun of it because we saw a picture. We did. At the Flying Biscuit. There's all like the cats and oh, yeah. different animals yeah, playing yeah. stuff. Yeah. And said something about, I don't know. <laughs> Again, this weekend was just like a jumbled mix of <laughs> just stuff. Yeah. So, so Wasted Wine was awesome. Yeah, Wasted Wine was really good. We finally got a chance to see them. Um, I don't even I, know how to describe them. I don't know. They're, they're, playing, they're possibly playing some steampunk convention or something. Uh, oh, a Nacricon? Yeah. So they've got, they've got a couple things. I most... The most familiar for me for them, because uh, I I don't have that knowledge base of that type of music. Oh, yeah. The closest I have was like I they kind of like Sleepy Time Gorilla Museum, which probably three people listening even know who that is. They're like a even. they're like an amped up Decemberist. <laughs> okay, maybe I don't know because they got the kind of like the Mariner sing songy kind of like old timey thing, but it's like contemporary rock. I don't know. What I forget, like they have on their banner, they have a description that's like gypsy folk. Yeah, yeah, rock yeah. Something. Yeah, like gypsy folk Violin. steampunk rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like a. It was awesome though. It was it, like the songs get really stuck in your head. Yes. Uh. Yeah. They have been. I was editing. Like I said, I recorded some of it, so I'll post a video up on our uh, our um, Vimeo probably or our YouTube or something like that of of the one of their last song that they played of the night so i'll get that up pretty soon too oh cool yeah probably before this show even goes up because <laughs> you're already done with yeah it. yeah i've already <laughs> edited i just need to upload it at this point um but yeah that's it's really catchy it's it's good and um yeah they had their two dancers who apparently like when they do big shows dance behind like sheets like they're silhouette dancers yeah they, so. they're very methodical with their movements mm-hmm. especially like their hand movements and their arms and kind of their gesturing yeah. it was very um entrancing i guess i just kept staring at them and pretty sexy i wanted to join in but i cannot dance <laughs> but i felt like i could because it was very like slow and it was like i feel like i could maybe mimic them. probably not <laughs> in my head i could but i don't know if my body doesn't always do what my head does 
<laughs> so. So yeah, that was uh, Wasted Wine, and they were really cool. Yeah. And I look forward to seeing them again. Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. And so then after that, that's when we went to Burlesque, and it didn't work out. We walked mm-hmm. around, and there was some karaoke, mm-hmm. and then we just ended up going to bed. Mm-hmm. Question, Sean. Yes. We're at an hour. Do you want to end it here and pick up and do a day two show? I was thinking the same thing. All right. Let's, so, let's do a day two. Um, those of you hoping to get in on this motor crush contest tune in next show same dollar bin time (laughs) same dollar bin channel and for you chumps okay here i'm gonna give you this too here's the secret word because any of those chumps that just jump to episode two they're not going to have the secret word so they can't enter the contest Right. Okay. So there's that a way secret you have to word. Listen, yeah, you have to listen to both episodes. You have to listen to this episode Ooh. for the secret word. Tricky, and then tricky. You need to listen to the next episode for uh for the actual contest. Okay. What's right? the secret word, Adam? Um, wh- I don't know. What do you think, Sean? Lan. Lan. Just lan. Lan. <laughs> the secret word is lan. L a n. Like local area network. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you on the next show. Learn all about Dragon Con Day Two. Yeah, that's right. Well, we 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 went back and forth. Learn more about Dragon Con. <laughs>